0: And our Living the Dream team will show you the way to enjoying the land and all the outdoor pursuits it has to offer. Here's your host, Bill Cooper.
1: Hey, we got a great lineup today. We're going to have a good time on the show, we, which we often do. Daryl, good to see you. Good to see
2: you, Bill. How are you today?
1: Hey, uh, what was wrong with the red carpet today? Which red carpet's that? That one? one you ride in on.
2: Oh, well, it was uh, was a little shade. It was a little off bread, you know. It <laughs> took me a little longer to get here than I thought. And it wasn't traffic. It was a phone call, I admit it.
1: Sorry oh, okay. about that. <laughs> okay. Look, okay, so we've uh, fessed up here. In the... Hey, but the good
2: thing is the show starts on time no matter what.
1: It does. Yeah goes the same time. That's due to Thomas over here. You know, the Irishman Thomas. Uh,
2: yeah, I know. That's exactly what it is. Without him, we would not look that good. We wouldn't. He, he always makes us look good. Yeah, but thanks, already
1: Thomas. Already in the studio, though, we've got Queen Jane here with us. Jane is, gosh, I've been waiting for a long time to get you on this radio show. Well, Bill,
3: here I am.
1: <laughs> you are here, finally. But uh, first met you over at the, the pub there in St. James, the public house. Yes. And – I, I walked. Thomas, you got a picture this. I walked in, you know, and I'm I'm a pretty kind of laid back guy, you know. And I walk in, and over in a the corner there, there's I didn't want to call her a leprechaun. I knew, <laughs> I knew she. I knew she was, had to be Irish, you know. She's big full skirt, little short lady, just so graceful looking, and she's using a hula hoop. In the public house. <laughs> in the public house.
3: Well, there was music going
1: on. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. She wasn't. Yeah, just she's got kind of to set the stage. She wasn't just hula hooping in the
2: public house. There was there was music going there on.
1: There was music, yeah. and I immediately had to ask, "Who is that lady?" I first time I'd ever seen her. I said, like, "Where did she come from?" You know, and all kinds of questions. But we soon became pretty good friends, and we talk uh, all kinds of stuff. But. Jade, I mean, we're we're gonna have you on probably the whole show today. You know. Well, here I am.
2: <laughs> now, did Bill did Bill do the hula hoop at all while he was in there?
3: No, he didn't. What? Well, I hardly ever offer it up.
1: <laughs> yeah, he <either. you> wouldn't <laughs> share. She doesn't it. give up her hula hoop. But I, I was inspired. We have a hula hoop at home. Well, good. I went home and tried it. You know, it's probably been fifty years since I tried that. Sure. I wasn't very good.
3: Oh, we we. My friends and I custom make them for people. And so we uh, we found out that when you uh, are making a hoop, if you put it on the ground, and then bend it straight to chest high, the middle of your chest, and then we fill it with water so you get a real workout with it, and the centrifugal force of the water and the hoop keeps it going. And
2: uh, they're, they're,
1: you have a huge advantage. Your hula hoop's not very tall. That's true. <laughs> ah. So if we have a revolution competition, I don't have a chance.
3: Well, we did one time, and uh, my friends and I hooped for six hours without a break.
2: Oh, my gosh. that's You're forever. Kidding? Oh, no. That'd be too much. for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bill, could you hula hoop for six seconds without a break? No. I mean, either.
1: Absolutely not. I well, not.
2: could. I could. Thomas we could? They, we, oh, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. I see Thomas could. Hey, through. I see a competition in the making I think here. it's happening. Yeah, it's Let's do it. Too. Yeah, I think <laughs> it's happening. You know, we left Chef out on the parking lot. He's cooking out there. Yes, he it's is. It's cold out there. He's so.
3: cooking Moondance Farm beef. <laughs> Tell us what all he brought, John. Well, um... I own Moondance Farm, and I raise all natural grass-fed beef. And we never give them antibiotics. We're trying. Our goal is to raise the cleanest beef and the happiest cows on the planet. And um, we think the product's pretty good. So we brought you some sirloin, some ribeye, and I have... um, A a young man, his name's Joel Raber, owns Countryside Farm and Market across from Mesa's in Cuba. Mm -hmm. And he sells the most beautiful vegetables and flowers. And uh, I told him one day, gee, I wish we had some pigs, because if we had that, we could make charcuterie, salami, Charcuteries, like what? Charcuteries, uh, summer sausages, salamis, oh, sounds good, stuff eh? like that. It's delicious. Sounds awesome. Yeah. Well, the next day, he came home. He said, I brought you a surprise. I said, what'd you get me? He said, I brought you five pigs. Five so, <laughs>
1: you,
3: we a big in a boat, <laughs> They're just so cute, and pigs are smart, a lot smarter than cows. I think they're smarter than me. But, pigs are smart. <laughs> yeah, they are. We've yeah. talked
1: about pigs. And we and talk about them all the time. We <laughs> <laughs> In one fashion or yeah, another. Yeah, wild, wild pigs. Yeah. Wild pigs,
2: we talk we about We talk about lot. them. Well,
3: yeah. well, these aren't wild. They're just as cute as anything. They just come uh, running, and all we feed them is vegetables and alf- alfalfa. Pellets, so they don't get any grain either. So we have like vegan pigs.
1: Vegan pigs, not the new one. <laughs> that is a new one.
2: That's all right. Do they, Jane? Do they taste different? They I'm, do. Yeah. What? What? What is? I mean, I think it's kind of cool. But what are they? Um, the flavoring then becomes more. of it's, just a natural. It's
3: juicier. It's sweeter. Okay. And okay. They run in about. Two acres of woods, and they're cleaning out the woods, and we try to grow everything on our farm in a symbiotic nature. So we have a lot of bees mm-hmm. because my cattle's favorite food is clover, and the bees are always working the clover and making it just Do you more... have beehives out there? Yes. And... This place
1: sounds awesome. I might have to come out and visit. <laughs> it does
2: sound pretty awesome.
1: Yeah, but i got to mm-hmm. ask you about What kind of pigs is it you, you've got, Jane? Well,
3: we have waddles right now. What? Waddles. Waddles. What's a waddle? Yeah, they're you they're the ones with the little little skinny um what? waddles
2: yeah. neck neck beads
3: yeah neck beads <laughs> it's
1: got like waddles on a turkey like a turkey like a turkey waddle well mm-hmm. how big are these pigs
3: Well, we we harvest them around 250 to 300 pounds. oh so
1: they do turn into big piggies oh yeah so they end oh, yeah. up with big waddles now i got i got to ask you though are you being fair are the pigs as happy as the cows oh they the pigs and the cows
3: uh, live next door to each other when we rotate our cattle a lot they're neighbors yeah. they yeah, are yeah. but so every time the cows are in with the pigs they just love talking to each other
1: and well, looking really, at each other yes. really. now i i haven't been around cattle a lot you mm-hmm. know I, I was born down in the swamps and i co- haven't cotton either fields. <laughs> oh, you haven't either and the only cow we had was a milk cow you know Oh, That's way but, oh, too much work. Yeah, old Betsy, I found that out. But i got to ask you now, you, you obviously know a great deal about beef cattle. How do you make a, a cow happy?
3: Well, we try to make sure that um, they live a very good life. Mm-hmm. Uh, normally – you know, you go out there and you hear people yelling at their cows, or oh yeah, and and we talk very very quietly to our cows. We sing to them every Sunday. I want just on Sundays. Well, no, we also sing to them whenever they have a calf born, uh-huh. and we always sing the same song. It's what my, song? Uh, it's my mother's favorite hymn, "Amazing Grace," oh, and sure. when a cow is born, um, it's. Uh, I have a farm manager. His name is Roger Henson, because I just started farming 10 years ago. My mother passed away in my arms, and just as she was dying, this is, yeah. <laughs> Sounds is like a good story, uh, she goes, she hadn't spoken to me for two days, oh. and I was feeding her some applesauce, and she goes, Jane, I said, what? She goes, promise me something. I said, sure, Mom, anything. What is it? She goes, take care of the farm. And then she died. Wow. And, <laughs> and, now,
2: Daryl, there's a good... That's a good story. So, so hey, you d- had to become a good steward of the land right on that spot. And, wow. and that's
3: all I am as a steward. That's cool. I, I don't own it at all.
2: So, so what, uh, how did you come up with the name Moondance Farm? Where did that come from?
3: Well, Sundance was already taken by Robert Redford. Right. <laughs>
0: and <laughs> and uh, So? One of my so, favorite actors. <laughs> yeah,
3: Mine, too. And, uh, you know, a little nod to Van Morrison and Moondance dance and i dance a lot i made a i was i was in a wheelchair for 17 years and they told me i would never walk again really yeah and i kept going full (laughs) of amazing
1: facts (laughs) i am truly
3: a miracle i really am and still in the making (laughs) absolutely i didn't know a thing about cattle farming farming and uh, i just thought well i'll have to sell the farm but um, I don't have this gene, but my relatives were all hoarders, and it was going to take me five years to clean up this farm. And, like, here's the tire mountain, and here's here's just a pile of lumber that you can't even burn anymore. It's just turning into paper in front of your eyes. It's mulch. Yes,
1: it was mulch. Wow. And, us. and you did this all by yourself? Well... Nobody does anything by themselves. Well, yeah, but I, I understand I, that, but you were the mastermind, I guess. I,
3: I live alone, yeah. and, uh, but there's a constant crowd of people that come to me. I, I just manifest them.
1: Well, I, <laughs> I, I can see why. Yeah, you're, you're, quite, you're quite the character.
3: Well, my, my neighbor was, we were having a beer one night, and I said, I got to get, get back to the city. I'm, I'm a city girl. My father was in the <laughs> Army for 22 years. I've lived all over the world. I've lived in every state. I've lived in 13 countries in Europe.
0: Yeah. So, wow.
3: And now yeah. I, I live in a penal colony. <laughs> <laughs> On the farm? On yes. the farm. Yes. <laughs> we're all imprisoned by these cows. <laughs>
1: That's absolutely – well, Darrell, i got to So, you tell know,
2: you. I do know how we know they're happy. They smile at her farm. I'm Those, sure they do. Her cows smile. Look, yeah. Well,
1: look, <laughs> how, look how we're smiling. I'm smiling. You, you know, can't be smiling. around this lady and not smile. I That's tell right. You what, she is just a ton of fun. But, Daryl, I do have to tell you, first time I talked to Jane, I said, are you an old hippie?
3: Well, I'm old, and and, uh, I'm going to be 69 next month, and I was born in the middle of the 19th century, and the 60s hit, and I was there.
1: Uh, Yeah, I was, too, but I was on the opposite side of the fence. I was in the military. (laughs) Hippies gave me a very bad time, but I got to tell you, as an old hippie hater (laughs) myself, you're my favorite hippie. Well, thank you. <laughs> Conver- I,
2: Converting see, the world. Yeah. Look at the balance going on. Yeah, this is I, balance. Yeah. yeah.
1: I, I'm coming full circle now.
3: Well, you know. I, I always think, you know, uh, a hippie and a redneck together is a, is a per, really good combination. That's a good combo.
1: That's, uh, hey, that's yeah. what I said. Now we just got to work on growing me some long hair. There's not much hair. Well, up all,
3: all you have to do is not cut
1: it. Not cut it. <laughs> That's okay. how it goes. Well, you're going to ha- have to help me through this The, the, top, the to top's the up. hard part now. That,
2: <laughs> <Yeah. you> know, <laughs> <laughs> at Bill's age, the top's the hard part. He, we all wear hats. Yeah, we it can right grow a lot. Oh,
1: my goodness. I tell you what. Hey, believe it or not, we're an outdoor show, but we're talking about pigs and cattle and, and chickens <laughs> and all outdoors. kinds of things. They live today.
3: outdoors. I refuse to let them in my house.
1: <laughs> you bet. Hey, I'm Bill Cooper, but we'll be right back.
2: <laughs> the Living the Dream Outdoors podcast is brought to you by Living the Dream Outdoor Properties. Cowtown USA, Alps Outdoors, Scenic Rivers Taxidermy, and the Fly Rod Journals.
0: Land ownership is the American dream. Land is the basis of all life. Our wise use of this most precious of resources ensures the survival and growth of free institutions and our American way of life. At Living the Dream Outdoor Properties, we value the traditions and freedoms that land provides us. Every day we seek the solace of a mountain sunrise over traffic jams and smog, the calming silence of a bubbling stream over the sirens of the city, and the quiet of the countryside over the hustle and bustle of the world. We hunt, we fish, we farm. We live off the land. It's our mission to help our clients live out their dreams on the land as we do. At Living the Dream Outdoor Properties, we believe that it's not just land, it's a lifestyle. Join us five days a week on Living the Dream Outdoor Podcast as the Living the Dream Outdoor Dream Team explores the most desired outdoor properties in the Midwest and whisks you away to incredible hunting, fishing, and outdoor recreation opportunities. Host Bill Cooper, an inductee of the National Freshwater Fishing Hall of Fame, will be joined by members of the Living the Dream Outdoors team each week as they tell tall tales, unveil tips and tactics, and rub elbows with some of the biggest names in the outdoor world. You'll also find the Living the Dream Outdoors podcast on your favorite social media platforms, including Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok.